All right, so first of all, sorry I sound a little nasally. Got a little bit of allergies going on right now, but wanted to go ahead. I was thinking about this, you know, read some little quick uh, subtitle of a news story from 24-7 Sports about, you know, the Kentucky-Georgia football game coming up here uh, at the beginning of next month. Um, Going to be the biggest potentially the biggest game in Kentucky football history and you know I'm sorry I just had to get a couple of thoughts off my chest here about that because I think that we're I think that as fans that Kentucky is is getting ahead of themselves and we always do this in every damn sport that we ever play you know, I, and maybe this is just the way it is being a sports fan, being the fan of a university. You know, if you're a diehard about every, you know, team that the, every sport that the, the school plays, you know, we get ahead of ourselves on, on baseball, both basketball teams, football. You know, I'm not too sure if we really get ahead of ourselves about hockey or whatever. It's, it's cool. I know that, you know, it's a lot of fun, but I don't know if we really get ahead of ourselves on that. Just because I'm not immersed in that world, really, but softball, same thing, soccer, all that stuff. You know, the Kentucky fans, we're just, we get ahead of ourselves. And I've been a victim of that, too. You know, more so with the basketball teams than anything else. You know, the men and women's basketball team, we're so, it's just that we're so good every year. It's hard to not get ahead of yourself. You know, as a Kentucky fan for basketball, I, seriously, I, I don't have a problem admitting I expect to win every single game. I, I, I just, I do. As good as we are every single year, as good as the teams have been almost every single year, I do expect to win every single game. And, I, you know, if, and if that's not the way that you should feel, then I'm sorry, but it's not a fan base I don't want to be a part of if you guys don't expect to win every single game. It's just, it's just the pride and the knowledge that I have that my team is great. They're, that they are a good squad. So that that's it. Kentucky football, I, I limit myself personally a little bit more just because, you know, I've had two college football teams that I've been a fan of since I can remember watching college football. One is Kentucky because I've, I was born into Kentucky sports just being, you know, born and raised in Lexington, Kentucky. It's just, it's how it is. It's like you're when, it's like when a kid gets baptized or whatever, when a Catholic kid gets baptized, it's just part of you being introduced into the world. Well, I was, I was baptized in Kentucky athletics, UK athletics. That's just how it is. So being a, in that world, I've always been a fan of Kentucky football, but I've al- I've also always enjoyed USC football because they it's it's it was these days not so much anymore. Um, they're sort of on and off, and the Pac-12 I don't think is really competitive, but you know they've always been a great team uh, historically, and you know back in the day when Pete Carroll was there, it was about like playing a pro team. They were always in contention. But anyway, that's beside the point. I've always been a fan of those two teams, but for as far as Kentucky football is concerned, I've always been able to limit myself on 
you know, my expectations for the season. Granted, I still have high expectations because we still are. We're an SEC school, okay? The SEC East is not particularly dominant outside of Florida, Tennessee, and Georgia. But, you know, we do still have our years, and a couple of other teams will show up and make a run out of it. Georgia wasn't always good, you know, every single year like they have been for the past three or four years here. And Kentucky has been getting better. You know, when we had Rich Brooks here in the early 2000s, he was a good coach. You know, three straight bowl game wins. It was a big deal. Still never had any eight-win seasons. Kentucky, aside from that, really hadn't been great, aside from, like, when Bear Bryant coached here in the 1950s, and we won a national championship, which it's Bear Bryant. Of course we won a national championship. But, you know, whatever. That's beside the point. With this team... I try not to get ahead of myself, even seeing how good they are performing. They have a great offense. they got a, a good running back. They've got a good young quarterback. Their defense is really where it's at right now, though. They're playing outstanding. But I'm trying not to get ahead of myself because as soon as I do, as soon as I start thinking that they're giant killers, I'll jump in with everybody else. And... I don't want to be the person that, when they lose, that starts, you know, talking shit and being like, oh my God, guys, what happened? You guys were supposed to be the best team in the country. And it's like, no, they're not supposed to be the best team in the country. They're supposed to be Kentucky. And Kentucky football is not the best team in the country. We're just not. Now, this year, we are, we are good, and we are performing to that standard. We've already beat two ranked teams this year. We beat Florida at home, which... On top of the fact that we never beat Florida. My entire life, I'm 25 years old, we've beat Florida one time. I never thought that I would see it. If I'm being honest, I never thought that I would see it. I'm I'm sorry. Maybe that makes me a bad fan, but it is what it is. I never thought I'd see us beat them. Not only that, we beat them at home. Not only that, we beat them at home when they were ranked. Not only that, we beat them at home when they were ranked by double digits. Okay? It It was a shocking win. It was a statement win. And then, right after that, not right after that, but a couple weeks after that, at home, we beat another ranked team. We smacked them. Mississippi State, we beat the brakes off of them, 28-7. to Like, it wasn't, there was no question that we were going to win that game. It was like we were playing a JUCO, like seriously. And this is nothing against Mississippi State. They were obviously a good enough team to be ranked. Somebody looked at their strength of schedule, looked at what they had, looked at their coaching, looked at who they had from the previous year and how they performed, and said, this team deserves to be up there. So clearly they saw something in them, you know. We beat them. We beat the brakes off of them. And then, rightly so, we went up. We're in the rankings now, you know. And then we we beat South Carolina last week, so we're a good team. But here's the thing. When it comes to this Kentucky-Georgia thing, they're talking about this being the biggest game in Kentucky football history. That would be true if the game was this coming weekend, but it's not. This game's five weeks away. All right, we got to go to College Station and play Texas A&M, who, by the way, their only losses are against the number one and number one number three team in the country, okay? They've only lost to Alabama at Alabama, 
and they've only and other than that they've only lost to Clemson at home by two points. And they were winning that game. It was a it was a it was a last minute drive by Clemson to win that game. So they were winning the game the whole time and they let Clemson slip back into it. So this A&M team, they're unranked right now, but this is they're no slouch. This team is no joke, okay? So here's the thing. They're talking about this Georgia game is going to be the biggest game in Kentucky football history. That would be true if this was two SEC East Titans undefeated playing each other, the number three and number 13 in the co- team in the country to find out who's number one in the SEC East and, uh, you know, to solidify some greatness for the rest of the season. But that's not the case. We're going to be playing each other. We're, this is, it's going to be nine games into the season, and we're going to be playing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, we're, we're a long way away from this happening. Five weeks. We're a month away, over a month away from this game ha- taking place, from this happening. Every game, for us, is the biggest game in Kentucky football history up until that Georgia game. And the thing is, even after we play A&M, okay, we got to play Missouri. We got to play Vanderbilt. I don't think we got to play Tennessee. I don't think we, I don't think we play. Maybe we play Tennessee. I don't really know. I have to. I would have to go and take a look at that. But still, the point is that we're we're looking too far ahead. We're we're counting we're counting these losses off. Now, one thing that I, I think that we have to our advantage is that people are not giving them credit, which is good. I don't want people to give this team credit because they've right now they've got. They have two really great wins, and, and they've got one solid one, one good one. The, the win against South Carolina is a good win because we opened, we went into that game as, as home uh, field underdogs. We had a, we were, they were betting against us at home. And, and I think that, that helped us a lot because it helps put a chip on their shoulder that says the rest of the country still doesn't think that we're worth anything. And so we got to show up and we got to play like we're we're the team that we want people to think we are. We want people to think that we're great. We want people to think we're a top 25 team. I think that right now 5 and 0, 3 and 0 in the SEC, 13 overall in the nation, I think says something. I think they've already overachieved for this year. They've already overachieved. But here's the thing, right now they they have to finish strong. Okay, so five games in, we're undefeated. Personally, based on that performance, I'm expecting at least eight wins. I'm expecting the first eight-win season. And to be honest with you, I don't think that nine wins is out of reach. In fact, I'm kind of expecting nine. I'm, I'm expecting at least eight. I know that much. But nine, I think, is why not nine? You know, why would, how could you not get nine wins? That's the way that I feel about it. But we can't get ahead of ourselves here because this team is ranked 13. We're starting to get a little bit of credit. People are still doubting us, which I think is good and what what I think helps. But we as fans cannot get ahead of ourselves because whether or not these guys want to admit it or not, they hear what we say. They hear what the fans say because they feed off of us. 
They feed off of the fan base. And it doesn't matter what any any player tells you. If they, they don't listen to that, they focus on their game, that's good. I want to, be, I want to believe that that's true, but I don't. I, I do think that they listen to us, and I think that they pay attention. Any player pays attention to their team's fan base and gets feedback off of that. And because I think, I think that that's obviously the truth because you hear about it. You hear about people... Uh, players, whatever, coaches, talk about how their fans and stuff feel about it. You know, as as far as UK basketball is concerned, you hear Cal tell his guys, these fans are crazy, okay? They'll come out to every single game if if they if they're able to walk or be rolled into a game, they will come and see you play. It doesn't matter where it is. And they expect you to win every single game. These fans are crazy. That's the truth. We are. We are crazy. And any good fan of a, you know, a sports team, pro, college, whatever you want to call it, should be crazy. You should be a, almost a fanatic, you know. If you're a good fan, I think fanaticism is a good thing. But we can't get overhyped and talk this team up a whole lot because they still need to play on that edge. They still have to have that edge going into every single game because as soon as you get ahead of yourself as soon as as soon as you start thinking that not even that you don't have to take it seriously because every game should be serious to you it doesn't matter how easy it is for you to win if you're playing a d2 school you should still take it easy or you should still take it seriously and not take it easy and not think that it's a serious game because it is because anybody anybody can have a bad game versus against somebody who's having a great game and you can always get beat, okay? It Seriously, it, it can happen to anybody. Like, especially in team sports, it, it can happen to anybody. So we cannot get ahead of ourselves as fans because the more that we talk them up, the more that we say that they are better than they actually are or whatever, is good, even as, as good as they actually are, that it's going to get to somebody, Okay, and you're only as good as your weakest player in team sports. And if we've got one guy feeling like we're we're great, we're 13, we don't have to take this this uh, unranked A and M team seriously. We don't have to take this unranked Mizzou team seriously or this unranked Vandy team seriously. That's when the other team takes advantage of us and they exploit that player. And I'm not saying it's going to be you know Cash or Josh Allen or. Uh, Benny Snell or, or you know Terry Wilson or whatever. I'm not saying it's going to be one of these big, one of these big players that we rely on to win games. You know, uh, Bunchy Stallings, whatever guys that are, are anchors on the team. You know, no matter what whatever position you want to come up with. I'm not saying it's going to be somebody like that, but it could be anybody. Our are already our least relied on person on the field. If they're the weakest one that we have to count on because they think that they don't have to take it seriously, that's, that, is, that is a weakness that we can't afford to have. And so I think that when, I think that when we, as whatever, coaching staff, players, fans, when, that, when you look at these games, when you see your, what's left of your schedule before, quote-unquote, the biggest game in football, Kentucky football history... You have to look at this with a grain of salt, man, or and you've got to say, like, look, this 
it's true and it, it isn't true because every game is our biggest game because look at where we are right now. We've already overachieved. The thing is now, you've proven that you're good to a certain extent. You got to maintain that, you know? You got to keep this going because if you if you don't, you're going to have people talking even more shit because people are going to be saying, "Look, everybody was talking them up. Look at them. Look at them now. They 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 lost to an unranked team." You know? Because between here and Georgia, it's all unranked teams. Whether you think A&M should be unranked or not, you know, my stepdad Terry brought up a good point yesterday. You know, I was looking forward to playing A&M as a ranked team because, number one, it's a great challenge. It's a great opportunity for if Kentucky plays how they've been playing, for them to prove themselves again on the road with an SEC West team, which is clearly far more dominant than the East. It just you know, historically over the past like 15 or 20 years has been, aside from Florida and Georgia. And, uh, you know, it's a good opportunity for us to really cement how good we are this season. But let's say worst case scenario, we come out, not even if we get punched in the mouth, we make it a close game and we lose. It's hard to not say that it's still not a good opportunity because it's a good SEC West ranked opponent on the road. And how can you say that is a bad loss? You can't say that that's a bad loss. But they're not. They're unranked now. And it doesn't matter who they played. And what matters is the fact that they're 3-2. and two. And, and they are an unranked team. And that doesn't mean that you got to take them any less serious. That means that you got to take them even more serious because you have to look at who they've played and, and wager and factor that into everything. It's, it's your responsibility to look into that. So we can't get ahead of, it, of anything because we're not out of the woods yet with anything that, that we're doing for the rest of the season, especially not the Georgia game. You're worried about the Georgia game? we got a lot ahead of us here. And so I think that this, this team is great. I think that this team has already overachieved. I think that they have shown us a lot about their capabilities and uh, and what is possible. Not and not only just for this team, but for the uh, for the school, for the franchise, you know, wh- whatever you want to call it. You know, I think that I think that this team has put themselves in a great position to to set not only themselves up for the rest of the year for you know accolades expectations all that stuff but the the school has set themselves up for next season and the season after that and and you know so on and so forth for however long we we want to see fit and um, I just think that as good as they are we still or as good as they've played we cannot get ahead of ourselves as fans because if we do that feeds back to the players and we can't let that we can't let that slip away from them because they still need that edge to keep performing they still have to think like they're not worth the shit it's good to celebrate it's good to to revel in the victory and where they are and appreciate how hard they've worked but they've got to go they got to go to work every saturday they got to go to work and act like and and think like and play like they're not worth the shit like they've got to prove somebody wrong and maybe it's a little bit easier for them to do that no matter how high, highly touted they are for the rest of the season because it is Kentucky football and because nobody expects anything out of them. But 
whether that's the way they they do feel, that's the way that they should feel because I think that that is going to keep them winning more than anything. So, all right, well, I'll stand stand off or step off of my soapbox right now. I had to get, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I, I love this team a lot. I love the school a lot. I love what they're about and I love what they have shown us. But the it's the season is, is far from being over and we got a lot of good teams left to play this year. You know, whether you want to count everybody that we got on the roster or on the schedule, I mean, as a good team, that I mean, these schools will come out and, and they'll shock you, man. Anybody can have a good game against anybody who's having a great game. It's, you know, that's, that's how it is. And now especially, one last thing, now especially because they are, uh, they are playing as good as they are, now, now they see what it's like to be Kentucky basketball. Because now every team that you play is going to be their biggest game of the year. Even if they're a better team, you know, Georgia's biggest game of the year is going to be the SEC championship game, their first bowl game, or the national championship game. But before that point, Kentucky game is going to be their biggest game of the season because they're going to want to shut us up because we're going to be going into that game talking a lot of shit about how we can beat them, and they're going to want to shut that down in a hurry. And they're liable to if we get ahead of ourselves. So I just think that we need to take a step back, appreciate where we are, but understand that there's a lot of work left to be done. And as well as this team has performed and, and as well uh, as good as they've shown that they can be, we have to keep it in perspective and realize that a lot of hard work has gone into this and a lot of hard work is needed to maintain it. Not even to improve on it, but to maintain it. It's going to take a lot of work. So, and it's not going to be a cakewalk. So, all right, seriously though, I will step off my, my soapbox this time. I just wanted to go ahead and get that out there. Deuces.